What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 151 of this podcast. As always, make sure you are listening to this episode and the rest of them at a speed you are comfortable at. I personally prefer 2x or so, but uh, make sure that you play around with the adjustments so uh, you know you, you don't feel too bored during the episode. And it'll also save you a bunch of time. So uh, with that out of the way, let's get started into what appeared to be a positive day initially but then it it turned uh, tables soon after so let's get started we're looking at a very low market cap today uh, compared to yesterday quite a massive fall quite a significant fall it's at 2427 followed by uh, seven zeros now and it was around 25 something yesterday we're seeing a net selling today minus 5000 crores roughly for dfis and plus 3600 crores for the dis so once again uh the dis have been buyers the fis have been sellers the total was a uh selling so that's something to note as far as the ad ratio is concerned it's 0.28 which is better marginally better than what was there yesterday I believe yes it's it's literally double what it was yesterday but in terms of the absolute improvement it's really not a lot point just point 14 so we've got 407 gainers and 1435 losers for the day with just above 100 uh, stocks remaining unchanged so um again not not really uh, out of the ordinary here we've seen these uh, similar figures not too long ago uh so you know we can sort of skip that uh if you will and uh where is it where is it all right so in terms of the other indices the broad market indices you know mid caps small caps uh and nifty 50 nifty 100 200 500 all of those uh all of them are down i think the worst performer was nifty small cap 50 and the best performer was the nifty 50 index apart from that all of them are down vix made another new high 73.3425 this time it's it's just been relentless and it's just climbing like nobody's business and that's what we're seeing sectoral indices all down once again looks like fmcg uh, pharma and where is it all right so fmcg and pharma those two have performed reasonably okay they they are not positive uh but they are less than 1% down which is all right it's it's within that uh acceptable range in my opinion considering how negative the other sectors were today uh most notably metal was down quite a lot it was down quite a lot and uh media was down as well so uh so was auto so just A, a complete a near complete whitewash for a lot of these sectors is what we are seeing fixed income is down today as well 15 year and above gsec index is up just just barely up just 0.01% up but looks like the longer term 
uh, index is in the green uh, but i think there's there's some sort of relationship uh, being being established here that when uh, the market is showing signs of positivity or at least when it is not completely negative the fixed income side tends to be negative whereas uh, you know when the market is very negative the fixed income side uh, turns positive so it isn't as perfect of an inverse relationship that one would imagine but that inverse relationship is still there and logically so i mean it has to hold true so uh, that's what we are seeing as far as the 52 week highs and lows are concerned just four highs today and 898 lows so quite a few lows happening uh, the highs were very um, you know very common stocks that we've spoken about just three above 20 rupees gkyr gujarat apollo and ruchi soya so again this is something which we've uh, included so many times 3m india is uh, a new entrant to the lo losers list and apart from 3m india all of those are stocks which we've spoken about uh, in the past or at least have been on the losers list in the past rajaj auto is also here so not really a good sign i think i'm seeing a lot of uh, etfs here as well certain etfs anyway so that's another thing to consider again a lot of uh, stocks hitting their 52 week lows uh, today and as far as the bulk deals are concerned we're looking at ibel housing finance idea just dial and uh, orion pro solutions looks like and a few other stocks which are not really that well known yes bank is also there in this list a lot of selling happening in yes bank from uh, oh madhu kapoor so madhu kapoor had sold 2.5% of the stake or something and as a result uh, today was was attributed uh, today's fall in yes bank was attributed to uh, madhu kapoor's but you know it's it's again we literally spoke about it yesterday that yes bank stock it's just it's it's doing its own thing pretty much uh, so that's what we're seeing some buying and selling happening with uh, with hrti private limited as well so i'm assuming that some a brokerage firm or you know some fund or something and they must have been uh, yeah looks like they shorted it uh, 66.01 and the amount is massive they bought it back at 6593 i'm assuming that their uh, holding is far more than this because of course they can't sell more than 25% unless i'm getting something wrong so i wonder why uh, you know why nsc and sebi and you know basically the regula regulatory authorities have not uh, flagged this transaction in fact there is another short selling just two paise uh, you know a, a basically uh the the spread between the buy and the sell is just 2 paise uh, in the first case and in the second case it's around 8 paise uh but that's the amount is quite a lot if you talk about just the number of shares that are there so i'm wondering why shorting yes bank is still even allowed here because uh, or it may it may just have been a buy and then a sell but either way you know trading yes bank is possibly um you know all this, it's just all these reasons which makes that stock even more uh you know risky and if shorting really is happening is what i meant to say if shorting is really is happening i wonder why the authorities are not uh banning it straight away cuz obviously when we talk about um a bank which is going under so many uh changes in terms of how things are going to function here on out in terms of how one is going to invest in the bank and stay invested in the bank 
it only makes sense for you to remove shorting entirely so that constant negativity and those perma bears are not making money and uh, pretty much leeching off of uh, you know the average folks such as you and me so that's my take on that in terms of the crude prices they are down significantly today 32.3% wti crude down it's at 20.37 dollars per barrel down just just under well just above six and a half dollars and uh, brent crude is down 15.47 percent 24.88 dollars per barrel down 3.85 dollars so it's quite it's it's not it's not too it's not too good and i can see the five-year charts of uh crude here both brent and wti and uh, it's it's the worst performance we've seen since at least March 15. So since March 2015, it's the worst performance that we've ever seen. Uh, the only time that it fell this sharply was just between 2018 and 2019, according to this. Uh, so that's something we could consider. But all things considered, not really a good sign. I was reading an article and according to that, they said that there is a chance, I mean, there's not a chance, let me be very clear. That article said that it is theoretically possible that oil prices can get negative. And whether it's likely or not, whether it's going to happen or not is another question altogether, which the article did not get into. But it just said that there is a chance or rather there is a, uh, you know, there is, it is, it is possible that they can go negative whether they will or not it's another thing uh, but that was quite interesting for me especially because i literally have no clue about uh, crude in general so a very interesting article to read and talking about fx here it's it's it opened with a massive gap down uh, went down by a little bit I tested that 74.99 level approximately then shot up again 75.28 or so is uh, the high according to this i believe and from there it just uh, fell pretty sharply back to its uh, previous support previous change in polarity and now it's resting over there again this is a 52 week high as i can see and or at least a swing high not 52 week i'm not sure about that but it's at least a swing high here that we're seeing and it's not really that good because the rupee has depreciated quite a lot. And I, I am assuming that uh, there is going to be some sort of an announcement being made uh, by, uh, by the PM tonight. So it's at 8 p.m. The address is at 8 p.m. And I'm assuming that there is going to be some, some amount of information or something that he's going to share, uh, which will hopefully improve the situation that we're seeing in the capital markets in general, in the financial markets in general, not just stock or equity or FX, but in general, I am hoping or at least I'm assuming that there's something that's going to be done because this issue has been dragged out for far too long. And uh, I'm hoping that the government is not really a fan of seeing all of these uh, negative sentiments surrounding this as well. So while there isn't a lot that they can do, I'm sure that there is something that they can do about it and they they are you know, thinking of uh, doing it. And that's probably why uh, that address is there in the first place. So that's my take on the market as a whole. And it's 10 minutes, 42 seconds. This segment, it's quite, it's quite lengthy, uh, but I still want to pack in as much as I possibly can. So I hope uh, this was not too uh, stretch out for you. If it is, just let me know. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, make a note of it. 
Anyway, let's move to indices. Okay, so literally the second that I uh, click on record, uh, or rather I ended the previous segment's recording, I I I saw the, the notification on my phone that uh, India has officially gone into lockdown mode and uh, no international flights are going to be allowed and I'm assuming that there's a lot more where that came from and there's a lot more information out there related to this lockdown and I'm going to try to see if I can find anything here but this is before the Prime Minister's address again I'm recording this at 5.39 p.m. So the address is still uh, just just under three hours away. So I'm not quite sure what will happen, but we are seeing uh, this this advisory here, March 22nd. After so all right, so for a week it won't be allowed, and children below 10 years old are requested or ordered to stay uh, at home. Concessional train and air travel has been suspended, and uh, private firms are told to enforce work from home group b and c central government staff to work on alternate weeks with staggered timings so there is a lot that's happening here not a lot of uh, you know not a lot of talk here about uh, whether stores will be open and such but i have heard that just 50% of the establishments will be open so clearly this there is a lot being done and I, I, there's a feeling that the markets will not take too positively to this, but overall, this is a very good thing that I'm seeing because this is literally the time where social distancing and protecting the the economy, basically, uh, in a sense, going into autarky mode, is going to uh, you know help contain uh, the next phases and the next stages of coronavirus. So. I'm very positively uh, surprised to look at this and it's a good sign. Uh, it also means that this has given people time to expect what will happen in Modi's address. So let's see how that goes as well. Anyway, coming back to the indices, which is what this segment is originally about, uh, that, that notification caught me off guard. I just, I just want to mention it because, of course, it is a news item and it's something that we must share. Uh, because you know it, it's, it, it definitely has some amount of impact. Uh, but Nifty here, it is down 2.42%, not a lot. Let me just clarify. Nifty is down, sure, but it has recovered much, much more than 50%. Uh, in fact, it's very, very close to its previous close. So that's a good sign. However, it made a low, it made a low of 7.832, and uh, that is that is partially where I thought that those 7K levels are going to be rejected. But more on that in the trades for the day. Uh, so it opened just above 8,000, slipped below 8,000, made a high of 8.575, unable to sustain those levels, slipped back, but still above 8K, which is a good sign. Any 8K put writers have made an absolute killing today. Uh, or, you know, well, yeah, today, because if you've been carrying forward an 8K put position, a short one, you would have made a decent amount of money. Uh, the call side or buying side, not really a lot because the, the prices have been just haywire. Uh, but shorters, if you've, shorters could have made just an obscene amount of money if, uh, if they had exercised that amount of conviction. And as far as the stocks, which are gainers and losers are concerned, 10 gainers for the day and 40 losers. So ITC is once again on the top 6.77% up 160.90 uh, LTP 
Airtel is here, Infosys is here. Infosys actually I wanted to take a trade in intraday, but I was unable to. HDFC is here as well. So a lot of these stronger stocks are in this list. Um, and that is possibly why we saw it, uh, you know, going at at least higher levels, making a new, uh, well, a higher low almost, <laughs> if if that makes sense. Intraday, a higher, a higher high and a higher low. So that's what we saw. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, we're seeing four gainers, eight losers. RBL Bank leading the pack down. Uh, it's at 173.95, 4.19% up. HDFC Bank is at 904, 3.16% up. So reasonable. And that is what we are seeing. As far as the charts are concerned, the charts are telling me that at least during the first half of the day or at least uh, till around, uh, well, around 2, 2.30 p.m. or so, 2 p.m. or so, Things looked reasonably positive for Nifty, but after that, things just slipped. I'm assuming that that is right when FTSE would have reversed as well, or at least gotten gone down further, or something to that extent, because generally that is that is the reason why we see. I mean, uh, the last hour or so of trading combined with FTSE's movements is typically what has been driving the market in those uh, last hour or last hour and a half or so. So that's something to consider if you're trading in, uh, you know, around that time. Um, then, yeah, I mean, it's it's a very linear up move except for two spikes and uh, two very sharp falls. But apart from that, it's a positive candle because the close for the day was above the open. And that's a rare thing. <laughs> that's a rare thing. So it is... Uh, well, again, 8K levels rejected is one of the ways to read this. Another way to read this is that 7900 CIP support has worked very, very well. Uh, but whether this means that future moves are going to be positive or not, really depends. Can't say too early to tell. So that's my take on that. As far as bank, as far as Nifty's option chain is concerned, interestingly, uh, you know the. The strikes where there are the most number of call open interest, where there's the most amount of call open interest, is also where the put open interest is the highest. And this is true for the 26th March expiry series. Of course, 19th March, no point looking at that now. Uh, but it's very interesting. So I'll give you an example. Uh, looking at 9,000, the strike of 9,000, 17,000 is the open interest on the call side, 22,000 on the put side. Another example is 9,500. Again, the open interest is more on the put side than on the call side, but it's still very, very high, except for 10,000 call, where the open interest is 24, almost 25K for call. And for the puts, it's just 18.6K. So I'm not quite sure what the reason for that is. If there are people who have gotten into, uh, you know, uh, a straddle or something, then this is possibly uh, relevant to them. Otherwise, it's just uh, some conflicting piece of information, possibly. Uh, not really sure about that. But that's what we're seeing here. Uh, I just thought I'd mention that as well because I haven't really seen uh, such 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 a thing in the past. And then again, I haven't really been analyzing open interest for a long time, the option chain. But um, I still thought I'd mention it here. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, on the chart, intraday chart looks very good, similar to Nifty. However, slightly more linear, except that uh, the moves after 2 p.m. were more negative. So 
while it it was more positive it was also more negative so that's what we are seeing i'm assuming that uh, there was also some effect of insider information related to modi's address today or tonight because a lot of times what happens is that uh, you know anticipatory movements and sometimes it's just that the news leaks out and his speech might have leaked or you know basically insider stuff which happens that is also a possibility i would personally not rule that out uh, bank nifty though turned away from its previous close and then it just went down uh, so that's what we are seeing on the daily chart it should look similar to nifty because again the close for the day is op- above its open and we are seeing yeah we're seeing the same thing except there is no de- well defined uh, cip support here is there well it sort of is so it's it's within that ballpark so similar to nifty again whether that this means that it's going to reverse tomorrow or recover tomorrow really can't say it's it's too hard to tell and i'd recommend not really thinking about it too much in general uh, unless you really want to like literally rack your brains about it uh, if that's the case then go ahead otherwise just just react to how things are tomorrow cuz literally during the night and tomorrow morning also we might see positive moves uh pre open we might see the adrs being positive or the futures being positive of sgx and such but what actually happens during the market day tomorrow will really decide you know what happens cuz there is no other way to uh, really gauge the response so that's something to consider i feel and uh yeah as far as the global indices are concerned the global markets we're looking at most of it being down in fact all of it is down nasdaq is down 4.7 that's quite a lot sgx is down once again 8130 it's 0.56% down not a lot so that's fine and yeah i mean the worst performer i think is kospi it's down 8.39% uh, i think it's south korea this one south korea completely different equation altogether for coronavirus so I, i don't think we can quite uh, take south korea's uh, index here uh, but apart from that everything is not as negative as it was last week but it's still negative uh, make no mistakes so that's my take on the analysis now let's move to my trades and the lesson So my trades for the day was just one it was an 8100 call and the reason why I got into it is cuz the buyers and sellers looked ideal the the chart the candle pattern that I was seeing was ideal and when I had bought it it was pretty cheap like 60 rupees or something and uh, it was it was it was just below 8000 so I was like hey there's a good chance that it'll reject that 7900 level as a result i uh, got a call and i exited when i was getting around well it's probably a solid 30% not a third yeah i mean gosh 20 to 25% or roi like it's pretty decent sounds a lot really not a lot especially when you consider that had i held on to it till eod or at least till it's high i would have gotten around a 5x roi which is well not just it was more of a 7x roi which was it's it's mind boggling if you want me to tell the truth um and of course i don't need to tell you how much uh, like that that's probably around 400 500 points so i don't need to tell you how much that is in rupees you can just multiply it by the lot size 
but of course that was not my profit for the day my profit for the day was just a few points here and there uh like gosh i think it's 15 points or so uh 15 20 points or so so not a lot especially compared to the range but i am extremely happy and the reason for that is Literally yesterday and the rest of the week, I've been saying that be greedy with your profits, not in the sense that you wait for more, but in the sense that you take what you're getting and literally enjoy it. So in that sense, I was getting around uh, this amount at the start of the day. And uh, then, then of course, the market went down, corrected for a bit. And I still held on to it because in the past, what has happened is that whenever it shows me... Um, a reasonable amount of loss uh i i'm like okay time to exit the position but then this time i held on to it and i continued to hold on to it and then it eventually went up which is why i thought that okay time to uh you know gracefully accept whatever profits have been given and uh, we'll see there is of course a chance that it'll go up it'll fill in the gap which it did at the time i didn't know that because it was turning back but uh yeah, so I'm not really uh, disappointed on anything like that. I'm very happy that today was a green day for me. Uh, and neither should you. Like, if th- if something like this happens to you, you need to understand that this is really not the kind of market where you are looking at making big bucks. I mean, sure, if you're on a short side, if you've got, in an ideal world, if, you, if you've got everything sorted out, you can make big bucks, no problem. Uh, but if you've been like me, if you if your performance has been suffering these past few uh, weeks, I'd say not not just a few days, then it's important to understand that if you're going to wait for such massive moves, then you'll possibly just be stopped out every single time. That's just how the prices are moving these days, because had that uh, had had that eight eight thousand level just barely been accepted. My option would have been out of the money. Uh, we'd have looking, we'd have looked at something like eight thousand fifty or so for the close, and the option that I purchased for like sixty rupees or so would have been worthless by the time that the the day would have ended, and I would have been staring at a loss which would have been far greater than the profit that I made. So that's also something you need to consider. That you need to weigh. Are you are you willing to lose that much money? Um, in order to earn that much money. And that's just not something that I'm willing to do. Literally yesterday, I spoke about how I'm taking it easy because the risk-reward ratio is just not ideal and that I'll only do index options if there is a good entry possible. Today there was. And the other reason for me not getting into equity, as I said, Infosys equity is what I was going to buy. Uh, I'd have made like a solid 20 rupees, 25 rupees on that. But the reason why I did not is because uh, I just did not have the capital. And when you want to really make money with equity, you need to buy more. So when you're buying more intraday, you need that much additional margin. And I just did not have that. So the only option for me was to time my entry properly in, in any option. And I tried to do that this time. Luckily, uh, fortunately, it succeeded. And uh, as soon as I saw profit, I took it happy glad day ended uh, i could i could spend the rest of the day doing whatever i want to i could study i could just chill out i could observe the markets or i could do all of those things and that is exactly what i did so that's my uh, trade for the day and that's also my lesson for the day 
that uh, this is this is just how these things work i mean sometimes you just need to accept these profits be happy about it and instead of thinking too much about hey i i left so much money on the table that's possibly not the best uh, best way to look at things so with that that is it for this episode and that's it for this weekly expiry hope it was profitable for you as well and happy trading some tomorrow see you in the next Thank you.